Hello, and welcome to episode 129 of Regular Features. I'm here on my own at the minute. I've dispatched Steve to the kitchen to fetch some wine. But when he comes back, you can be sure that there'll be a blistering, gay, regular features event horizon never to be repeated. He's back. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of Regular Features. My name is Steve and I'm John Blight. And together, <laughs> we're the only two members of Regular Features that you need to listen to. <laughs> we we are on the same page. Well, I, I think we've demonstrated that there's not a hair's breadth between our personalities, words, or anything else. <laughs> well, yes. My, there's barely a hair's breadth between us. We're wrapped around each other like fucking snakes. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought um, uh, hers, hers breadth was... Um, the amount that a hare, like a rabbit, could breathe. Because you thought they were famous for not having huge lung capacity. Well, if a hare went... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't knock you off your horse. Yeah. How far was that going to go, realistically? <laughs> like a gnat's fart is a thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but gnats are tiny. And tight as a gnat's chuff. No one ever uses chuff to mean anus anymore. No. <sighs> the way it's, language changes. The chuff are kind of bird, too. The chuffinch. The chuffinch. <laughs> That's, that's birds that can only fart for a radius of an inch. <laughs> Which is coincidentally the same as a hare's breath. So if a hare and a, if a hare looked up a gnat's bum and tried to blow away a fart that it was doing <laughs> to its mouth, perfect. It would be it would be like a Dragon Ball Z battle in space. It would. The like matter would be ejected violently in every direction, <laughs> like uh, like out of a black hole at the top and bottom, doesn't it? Spew out photons. <laughs> photons. <laughs> Probably photons. Well, that's well, that's it. Another bit of that's a good bit of science we've we've, we've stumbled across there. So I'm worried about how the rest of this podcast is going to go. It's not going to top that. I guarantee you that. Lovely, lovely, regular gay features. Regular gay features. The regular gay features. All regular gay features. So what have you been up to then, Steve? Today I've been doing. Things. Um, I, it, it was my birthday last week. What did you do on your birthday? I had a birthday party involving discos. Fairly expected. I just expected someone <laughs> as creative as you are to think outside the box. Yeah, I did. I, I bought a disco laser machine and a smoke machine, and I turned my living room into a disco dance nightclub. I'd love to we- sound surprised and amazed by that but we have spent the last 10 minutes sitting in a smoke-filled room full of lasers while we tried to work out what the fuck we were going to do this well, episode. It was I, really- I did spend £90 on the disco equipment, so I'm going to basically, anytime I have friends over, fill the room with smoke and lasers. What? You actually bought it? Yeah. Oh, God, I thought you just rented it. No, but it cost about £90 to purchase everything. And fifty pounds to rent it. You might as well spend the extra many, forty pounds. Yeah, like, <laughs> if you think you have, if you're going to you're going to rent lasers and smoke, 
at least twice in your lifetime. Well, I just don't like the idea that we're moving into the kind of economy where people have to rent lasers and smoke. Whatever happened to laser and smoke ownership? <laughs> yeah. Well, Hire, purchase a laser. <laughs> Oh my god, and it, well, fair play to you. I mean, it, the, the smoke machine does take a while to warm up, mm. but the lasers are beyond reproach. Advertised three minutes, but it took about five when you were here. And it kind of cooled down a bit quite quickly, but like you say, how long does a party take to get started? Not long enough. No, well, too long. <laughs> a lot less long when you've got a smoke machine and some lasers. Yeah. And it, it, and it kind of synchronises its slowness to fill a room with smoke with the general upsurge in parties' moods as people drink and anticipate the lasers. <laughs> if you, if anyone, we're selling this to anyone. <laughs> I mean, if you're coming to any of our live shows in the future, just expect lasers. And I don't know if your smoke machine would have a, an impact on an auditorium. Fuck. I mean, we are. Uh, no. you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did cross. Well, what the line have you been there. doing then? Well, I've been. Filling in a VAT return. Mm. Learn about you, but I spent most part of my time doing a VAT return is pu- putting the essential numbers that the accountant needs into a spreadsheet. Mm. The other half is spent finding new ways to make all the cells depend on each other in formulaic ways that are utterly needless, but it makes me feel clever. You get to the point where you can just put one number into one cell and it populates every other cell in the spreadsheet. I have got to that stage. I also, there's one bit where I put, was it paid by cash? If so, click on that and it'll automatically put it into the cash column. And if not, click on the bank column. That's all I've got, Steve. <laughs> I was always impressed that Futures expense claims forms, they had drop down menus in an Excel spreadsheet and I did not know you could do that. <gasps> I worked out how to do that, and I realised that I, even I couldn't justify putting that into my spreadsheet. <laughs> but uh, that's just me idly scrolling through Google Docs documentation. Uh, I hate my life, Steve. <laughs> I just want to feel better than I am. Run a business now. Run a business. King William. King William the Fourth pub in Nottingham, Manver Street, Nottingham. Come to Nottingham, and once you're there, come to my pub. Please, honestly, I'd love to meet you. I do like your pub. Because a man told me off for saying, uh, can I get, instead of can I have. That was May probably, I, I know that was Pete. Protect the language from shits like me. Yeah, yeah. Coming up here from London. With a writer's job, a paid writer's job, yeah. and accolades under my arm. Could I get, yeah, could you, I get a pint of bitter? You sit there at the end of the bar, <laughs> correcting people. I will say, <laughs> I, I just disparaged the clientele of my pub, and it's not... The, the general clientele are fantastic, but it's there's a couple of people who came in yesterday that made me think, what the fuck is this place and who am I to be running it? There's um, one guy, just, I don't know how best to describe him apart from he, if it's possible to groom a 41-year-old man for paedophilic acts, it feels like that's happening to me. I've, wow. I've not felt groomed for a good few years. And that's quite exciting. It gives an old... Puts a spring in your step. Yeah, in an old dog's balls. But a man with sort of like droopy dog jowls that sort of slip down his face and long fingernails that when you, when he hands you his money from the round, it's almost like he's going to claw the skin off your hand as a kind of oh. Emperor Palpatine sort of way. Sort of yeah. thing. But 
No, he doesn't know. He never crosses that line and never touches you. But, he, but what he does do is whisper 20-minute conversations. And I don't know if you've ever... Are you a man who's prone to panic or anxiety? If someone's whispering at me for 20 minutes, I dare say I may be. In a way that is so hard to listen to that you have to crane in and turn your head so you can't see him anymore. So what you don't know what he's up to. So you've got a disembodied (laughs) voice in your ear that won't stay on one topic. He's he's like he's Tarzan vining around all the conversations he's ever had in his brain. And one of them, amazingly, was, um, I'll try and do it. I don't suppose I could um, trouble you for a... I can see you've got your computer there and I don't have access to the internet. But a very dear friend of mine was in a film called Wobbies. And, um, oh, she died a few years ago now, but I wondered if you could download the film that she was in. It's called Nazi Love Camp 27. What? And I, yes, that, that is a genuine thing he said. Well, I'd probably paraphrase that a little bit because my memory's not that good. Did you paraphrase Nazi Love Camp 27? No, I googled Nazi Love Camp 27 and found out it's a very genuine film starring his... The, the friend he was talking about was called Serpa Lane. Serpa Hole Lane? Serpa Hole Lane? That's what those SSS generals did. I gave them an X rest there because I've got so much respect for the work <laughs> they did. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Is it like a... It's a sex film? It's a Nazi sexploitation movie from 1977. I hate when they sexploit the Nazis. Like well, that. I don't know. I think the Nazis are the ones doing the sexploiting. <laughs> and, um... Does, well, I do really they have ca- 26 other sex camps? Well, you'd, you'd think they'd have to, unless they were doing that thing that... I think that was a British person did that, where they labelled all their tanks with Bayesian different serial statistics, numbers. statistics, yeah. Yeah, just to make give the impression that they had loads more tanks than they did. Ian Bayes. Yeah. Maybe Nazis only had four or five love camps. <laughs> so, they just overnumbered them, so yeah. <laughs> to terrify the Allies. So they go, boy, these guys have got a lot of sex camps. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I Googled it, found out it was what it was, and found out that it was actually quite an explicit scenes with scenes of rape. But I'm not, I'm not going to download that kind of shit for my customers and no, um it's not strictly a service you provide as a landlord no yeah especially unpaid mm. um but yeah i came recently i came down and someone had just put something in an envelope for him and i opened it found out i found a dvd marked nazi love count 27 in it he's been asking every fucker in my pub for this film and one of them actually got it for him and downloaded it fair play <sighs> that's why doesn't he have the internet it's easy. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, well, he's the kind of... He's of a generation where the only thing you... Yeah, he's just... he's All his money goes on booze and uh, cinnamon-flavoured sweets that he stinks of and drops into my palm with the money for his round. As a... What, like a tip? A little present for you. I've got, oh. a, I've got a little present. How, a, how old is he? Oh, he must be in his 70s. Right. But he's also... I've never felt more disgusted than having to crane my head into a man while he was talking. And I don't know if you know that we call rolls and sandwiches cobs in Nottingham. Mm. Yeah, 
it's, it's just something we do. <laughs> but having to listen to a man lean and go, I don't suppose I could trouble you for one of your delicious cobby wobbies, could I? Oh, no. I never. I, whatever my skin was doing, it was trying not to be there. <laughs> cobby wobbies. Cobby wobbies. Cobby wobbies. Cobby wobbies. Cobby wobbies. Cobby wobbies. And there's, there's someone came in last night and actually told me that a boa constrictor had saved his life. I saw you tweeting about this. I mean, this is. I tweeted right after it. I think, well, thank fuck something's happened tonight that is noteworthy enough to tweet about. Mm. A, ma- a man came in, a tall, gangly man with a sunken face who had no control over his gullet and asked for just a glass of orange juice. And a boa Because his heart beats once, then twice, then twice, then stops, then goes once again. And I remember that because I, I was going... I was thinking what Peter was. <laughs> well, that, that's how... Uh, <laughs> when, na, 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 in the morning. ba, 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 and he said that he had a heart attack, and because um, snakes are really sensitive to the heartbeat of animals, that they need to be, or something, because they're predators, and if you're a predator, oh, you need to know they can these. sniff heartbeats. Yeah, they right up. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he said that his mate's boa constrictor came out of its cage, looking, and wrapped itself around him, and administered what I can only describe as CPR. <laughs> That is fucking bullshit. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so I, I, when someone says something like that, it's so bold. I think maybe my understanding of the world's wrong. Maybe no. snakes are nature's nurses. <laughs> no, all that means is schizophrenia is real and people suffer from delusions. Yes, and with that sympathetic and entirely human insight from Steve, all further discussion was rendered redundant and Locke felt remorseful about parading the mental illnesses of those around him as a cheap substitute for entertainment. Soon, with no straight men in the room, conversation inevitably turned to sex and doing it. Steve, it occurs to me that although we've had sex a lot of times, have we ever had sex on air? No, I don't think we have. And seeing as this is a gay-exclusive podcast, you might as well have on-air sex. I don't know about you, but I'm... Frothing at the gills already. Let's go for it. Stop it, I've come. Hmm. I'm not quite finished yet. Okay. Oh, I'll stop. Rev up your motorbikes, girls. It's a regular features gay special. So look, as we are both gay men. Gay men! And we're no longer tethered by the heteronormative... The hetero gaze, which is weird when you say it out loud and it's not obvious <laughs> it's spelled G-A-Z-E. When we're uh, not being oppressed. <laughs> yeah. I was. I, I feel free as a as a bird, as it were, to discuss with you something that I've been wanting to go off my chest for quite some time, which is Dugun. 
you and mine and ours top gay moments in gaming. So, so have you got a top moment in the gay gaming? I do. I'm going to let you go first, though, because you you look like you are boiling over. I'm, I'm, I'm simmering at the gullet <laughs> to tell you my first gay gaming moment in gaming. This, there should be some music in the background for this, and for me to say in an excited voice, Number one! That moment in Half-Life 2 when you get winched up by a barnacle, and you're like, Oh my god, a gigantic wet spaghetti dick just flew out of that distended toothful arsehole. And now I'm basically in a dick harness. Hello? It was so hot that I let that barnacle take a couple of extra chomps out of my soft, spongy, gay thigh meat before I shot it in what I guess what it is more. That reminds me of a moment, a gay moment in a video game that I remember. It is... Number two! It's, that, more, it's more exciting if you number them. It is. Sorry, oh, yeah. can't, oh, can't, oh, sorry. That moment in Condemned Criminal Origins when you pick up a decomposed crow and suddenly you have a flashback to two homeless guys fucking in a basement and there's nothing stopping you looking away but you just can't stop staring. And when they finally stop and fall asleep you notice that the dead crow has come back to life and has grown a really nice human dick. Oh, memorable moment. Lovely. I, if only this Gay was YouTube. Gay or not memorable moment. It's, it's such a vivid image. I'm sure it's emblazoned across all of our heads. Mm. And most of the goddess is a tattoo. That crow <laughs> oh, with yeah. a lovely human dick. Oh, yeah. And a go- number of games industry journalists do have that as a tattoo on their ankles. <laughs> look, the crow looks really confused, but it's having a tentative peck. <laughs> it's a t- tentative peck, the man who played face on the A-team. <laughs> Number three! That bit in Civilization when Gandhi declared war on me. And I said, Oh yeah, Gandhi, I got some spoils of war for you, big fella, right here in my underpants. And I took my pants off, lay the monitor down flat on the floor, and took a shit on Gandhi's face. Game set and match to this guy, Sid Mayer. Thank Gandhi, he does need taking down a peg vis-a-vis shitting on yeah, his face. Well, that's it. Any, any image or representation of Gandhi needs a shit on it. Log. Number four! That time in Final Fantasy VII, where if you had spent the last 50 hours of the game being mean to every woman you encounter, it was Barrett who you'd end up going on a date with in the Golden Saucer. And if you had exactly the right material equipped at the time, he'd get his cock out next to the Chocobo racetrack. And you'd expect him to have a gun instead of a bell end because that would be the most obvious thing. But no, instead, it is a normal cock that's had loads of polygons dedicated to it. In a game where characters have cubes for hands, Barrett's shaft is octagonal and capped by a 12-sided geodesic hemisphere. It is the most detailed 3D model in the game. They really pulled out all the stops. That's why there's so few polygons elsewhere. (laughs) Because they continue to model it even while it's off screen. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case it needs to pop in at any minute. Any moment in that game, you could create a set of conditions where Barrett's cock flies through the screen. Yeah, maybe a summon. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. That moment in No One Lives Forever 2 when you have to put your finger into a big juicy bumhole. No one can remember the exact details, I certainly can't, but it had something to do with cats, maybe? 
Anyway, all I know is that this big wet bumhole that you have to slide your finger right up. They even sold a peripheral, like a big pile of mould and lamb mints that you had to stick your finger into and work it around using rehydrated egg as lube. And when you got... <laughs> and the clever thing was, you got points for never sticking your dick into it because that's not what the game was about. That was the clever thing. Yeah, that's the clever... You know what the funny thing is? Yeah. No, tell me the funny thing. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are all the gay moments that I can remember right now. Well, that's it. I mean, I'm sure there have been some gay characters in other games, but if you want to get that shit, go to Games Radar. Uh, Steve. Log. I'm a gay man who goes on the internet. Mm. And as such, my two most popular websites are YouTube.com. Yes. And Skatrina. Skatrina. It's like, if you can imagine... The hurricane. The hurricane. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> but um, imagine that filled with shit instead. Instead, yes. Instead. Shit instead. Am I right, y'all? Yeah. Okay. Sketchrina. Is a Fargo. Sounds like a scat fetish website. Yes, it is indeed. And if you look at the the two sites, a lot of the titles of videos. You wouldn't know one from the other. I mean, I'm going to read out a number of titles of videos, (laughs) and you've got to tell me whether you think it's from YouTube or Skatrina. And bear in mind that because some of the things on YouTube are about animals having a shit, if it is an animal, I've changed the animal to the word woman. (laughs) Oh, or or teen. Yeah, or teen, or milf. (laughs) Or milf. Queefing out a manstool into a beaker. Now, speaking of YouTube. Which, no, oh, no, is that an example? No, no, no. no. That, was, that was just me making one up off the top of my head. YouTube or Skatrina? <laughs> okay, here we go. You, 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 YouTube or Skatrina? Tina. 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 Hot woman shitting into glass. <laughs> What do you think that is, Steve? <laughs> so, if it, if it did come from YouTube... If it it's came from be... YouTube, you'd only be able to change the word woman into the name of an animal. <laughs> but why would it be preceded by the word hot? <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Maybe it's a hot dog <laughs> sliding into a tumbler. Hot dog shitting it. <laughs> Albuquerque. <laughs> That one's from Katrina. In fact, it might be the eponymous Katrina herself. <laughs> yes, that is definitely Katrina. Um, how about the next one, then? Okay. Hilarious diarrhea compilation. I don't think Skatrina.com would go in for hilarity. Oh. Or indeed, compilations. They'd go for more. They'd be more in the compilation. Yeah, uh, and also I think um, the way the free porn websites work is yes. it's the paid-for porn websites putting up five-minute samplers. More fool them. It takes me way less than that to ejaculate. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's a cum shot in there, I don't care. I can flip backwards and forwards, make it as long as I like. That's that's awesome. You don't want no scrubs. You don't want me scrubbing along your timeline getting free cheapies off your video. <laughs> Fine scrubbing, coarse scrubbing. Oh, I'm, I'm actually coming right now. <laughs> so that one's a YouTube. In this, the gayest episode of Regular Features yet. 
Okay, it was YouTube, you're right. How about this one? Vintage shitting lady. <laughs> I just... Oh, it's, I, I, the thing is, I immediately go, well, obviously, that's not YouTube. But then I try and place it even in the context of Skidrina. That still think, sounds equally unlikely. I think this is my favourite thing about this thing, because it's such a generally bad idea for a feature. <laughs> but it's so effective. Yeah. It was, it was, of course, Skidrina, but I had to go through three or four pages of the most recent videos to find something that is what? a vintage shitting lady. Qualifies as vintage. Is she Victorian? Well, I think, well, I didn't click on the video itself, but from the thumbnail, it was a Rubenesque lady with a turd half out. That's <laughs> giving me gas. <laughs> well, that's it. Wait, you got it right. It was Katrina. Number four. Dubstep and women pooing. Um, um, licensing issues on the dubstep. I don't know, I think... That might be a problem for websites that don't have a sort of content management system in place, yeah? Yeah, right. so... I don't you, want to give you a clue, sorry. So YouTube, there could be some shared ad revenue yes. <laughs> with the dubstep. That would, that would certainly placate Skrillex. Yeah. You, you so, can't say placate Skrillex. Placate Skrillex. Uh, Skrillex would sooner issue a takedown notice to Skatrina mm. than he would. I'm sorry, I don't want my music associated with. Who's yeah. like now of a milf. I'm gonna go YouTube on that one. Correct. It was YouTube. The video was actually called Dubstep and Animals Pooping. Oh. Finally. Look that up if you like. Finally, and this is the last one in this amazing game that I hope to play again sometime with you. <laughs> Woman has gas, farts, and flicks poop all over. Ooh, gross. Must see. <laughs> this is my favourite YouTube video of all time. Oh, God! Oh, I gave it away! Oh, I've done a Matt Lees! I'm so sorry. I ruined my own game because I was so excited. <laughs> what animal has gas and farts? And then flicks poop all over gross must see. It was a hippo. Potamus. There's no need to be like that. <laughs> this feature's over. <laughs> How about you, Stephen? TV's got a lot less gay these days, hasn't it? Mmm... Do you remember when TV used to just... Cucumber's shit. I haven't even watched that. I haven't watched it. People say it's bad. Do they? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Someone I follow on Twitter's on that. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's good. I mean, it's, it's not being critically well received. Hmm. On what, me on what measure? No, you know what? I take it all back. Yay! <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. And critics don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Fucking wee. That sounds good then. At least there's some gay stuff. But anyway, I like telly from the olden days. Mm. And you know what telly from the olden days is? 
Torchwood. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, there was just an exciting thrill of queer propaganda running through that film. Mm. Or whatever it was. TV series. Film. Subversive. Yeah. Militant militant homosexuality fingered in through the back door by BBC. I've never felt the gay agenda being just wrapped around my face like a a, a really damp scarf so I can barely breathe. I've mm. <laughs> been waterboarded by yeah. the gay agenda. I'm not going to say I've been waterboarded by the gay agenda. If that's what but, it feels um, like, maybe I am being tortured. But, but a man once pissed on my face. And it was good. Yeah. Just keep it at a rate that I can swallow, guys. That's all I ask. What is it? What? What? Why? What is this feature? The first three episodes of Torchwood. Short synopses. Series one, episode one, the bum column. Two gay aliens get commissioned by a hypnotized mayor of London to perform anal on the vacant fourth pillar in Trafalgar Square. When everyone in the UK begins to wank themselves to death, it's up to Captain Jack to drink all the spunk, then puke it into the wormhole that brought the aliens here. Mm. Episode 2 log, which I think you'll fondly recall, (coughs) was called (coughs) The Dick Dilemma, in which Gwen is conflicted when she gets promoted to a job she never applied for, the madam of an interstellar brothel ship, and her loyalty to Reese is tested when the juiciest penis in the universe begins to produce gallons of space precum from its titanium urethra. Luckily, Captain Jack is there to take a hit for the team. Episode 3, The Moon Frump. And the synopsis reads a little like this. A puritanical new recruit disapproves of all the sex antics, causing Captain Jack to physically invert from sexual frustration. With Jack's mouth out of action, can Tosh and Yanto save the universe from a massive moon tit by drinking all the milk it's squirting at Earth? (laughs) And why does the new recruit's passport say that she's from the moon? Oh, Twist, twist in the synopsis. The very tit. The very tit (laughs) that is squirting moon milk at Tosh and Yanto's mouths. I've got a feeling that Captain Jack will come... Rise up, rise up from his non-bounding <laughs> to the rescue. Oh, God, I'm a... Yeah. You can... <laughs> he just, like... <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I just noticed that Captain Jack drinks all the spunk in the first one. Uh, he, uh, yep, yeah, drinks all the pre-cum in the second one. And is weirdly absent when there's lots of liquid to be sucked up <laughs> in the third one. <laughs> Well, as far as I remember, torture was all about just sucking up <laughs> stuff from crime scenes, <laughs> like a like a big cartoon Hoover. Yeah, <laughs> well, Gwen just carried around by his ankles, <laughs> just like, and his lips were like poked out like a. Oh, I've lost the name of the Pokemon. It ends in Bell. Weeping Bell. Weeping Bell. Yeah. yeah. Captain Jack with a Weeping Bell's lips. Hi, I'm Captain Jack with a Weeping Bell's lips, and I endorse this gay episode of Regular Features. It's just so spacey. Well, Log, that's uh, that's all for this week, I think. Um, I'm really horny, 
Me too. For I'm... sex. <laughs> oh my god, I thought you'd never ask. All of this gay shit that we've been going on about. Um, uh, I'm just gonna... I think it's time that you and I had live sex on air. Possibly for the second time. Maybe. Who knows if the last time we did it made the edit. Maybe a little bit too hot for podcast. Shut up and fuck me. Mm. Oh, why are you You like the podcast. Well, yeah. Why don't you go to uh, patreon.com forward slash regular features. Give us listeners a dollar an episode and you can be part of a privileged group of people who get emails that, that other people don't get. Mm. Oh, oh God, Jesus Christ, Steve. <laughs> oh, hang on. We mean, we, we mean more sex lube, Steve, quickly. <laughs> yeah. No, God, oh, shit. Ethan, how listen? There's loads of sex left, Steve. Jesus mm. God. I, I wouldn't be so rude to have hogged all the sex. <laughs> I think this is the best sex we've ever had. Mm. And we've had world beating sex. I think it's because thousands of people are listening to us. <laughs> oh. I'm never not going to have sex in public again. But also, if you want to buy a video game, <laughs> why not go to greenmangaming.com for slash regular features. You might need to click through our faces to go through to the portal, which gives us some kickback, but it doesn't cost you anything more. And it's not about you, it's about us. So just click on that, go through all the processes, and soon you'll be buying a PS4 and we'll be getting up to three pounds. Mm. So, um, is there any other way that people can help us? Maybe just click rate and review us on iTunes. Just tell people about it. Yeah, rate, us, rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the podcast. Yeah, if you've got a friend who you think would enjoy some blistering gay sex and just gay themes, then um, well, this, this, this is the one to link them to, really, isn't it? <laughs> you think they're an ally. Oh, if you're going to be a good ally... Yeah. You can't just be lazy and say, I've got a gay friend. You've got to listen to this episode. Fucking ally, you've got to listen not just to this episode, but to every other episode of the Regular Features Podcast that you have just been listening to and now has just ended. Good night. Good night. Night. Is there any more sex in the bag? Yeah, let's have some more sex. Ah, Gav. I don't think that the gay episode experiment we can see through this window has been a terribly great success. I'm not entirely sure I know what gay is now after listening to that. Yeah. Should we close down the experiment? Do you think that we need to kill the subjects? I mean, maybe let's have them live because we sort of need them for non-gay episodes. Even though they're allowed to be gay if they want to, but just maybe not allowed to be gay by themselves anymore. It's probably not safe for science. Bloody hell.